the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We cannot contain. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. You think you know yourself, we think we know ourselves, but until the Word of God reveals our true nature, we will think we know ourselves. Peter thought he knew himself very well when he confidently said to Jesus, everyone may deny you, everyone may run away from you, I will never deny you, I will even die for you, he said. He thought he knew himself, you know, he was boastful. And all of that, it was really like, wow, I will even die for you. Jesus Christ said, tonight, today, you will deny me. You will deny that you know me. So no, 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 no. That's not going to happen to me. Of course he did. He denied Jesus. He thought he knew himself, but he didn't know himself. Prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah 6 from verse 5, when he saw the glory of God, see what he said. He said, woe is me. For I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Prophet Isaiah, in the light of his glory, in the light of his glory, he declared, woe is me, I am undone, I am nothing. Why? Because I am a man of unclean lips. Before then, if you ask him, he would never say he was a man of unclean lips. No. He would probably boast and say, my lips are very clean. But in the light of the glory of God, by the word of God, he saw himself as unclean. And then he said, I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips. He saw himself, then he saw the people. When we see ourselves, then we can see people. If we see ourselves well, then we can see people. But we have to see ourselves in the light of God, in the light of the word of God. So the way to know ourselves is to know God. The more we get to know God, the more we get to know ourselves. The more you get to know God, the more you will get to know yourself. You will discover yourself as you discover God. As you discover God, you will discover yourself. And you will discover your environment. You will discover others. You will get to know others. And as you get to know others, you will be better able to communicate with them and you have a better relationship with them. That's the way it goes. 
That's the way it goes, but the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Again, when you know yourself, you will know others better. You'll be able to communicate with them better. And then you will have what it takes to create, build, or maintain good relationships. Let me say that again. When you know yourself better in the light of God, you will know others better. You'll be able to communicate with them better. And then you will have what it takes to create, build, or maintain good relationships. Really, you can summarize what I've said about the role of communication in relationship under one academic and popular topic, and that is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is what is taught in many, many schools today. In fact, there is a lot, a lot of books, a lot of books written about this. And this is not an old, old thing. It's a new thing. It's recent, but it's become big. It's just like when the academics, you know, talk about servant leadership. They didn't know this long, long time ago. They didn't know this. They just came to know it that, you know, if you're going to be a good leader, you have to be a servant leader. That is already in the scriptures. Jesus Christ exemplified that. Jesus Christ said, I am your master and you call me master. But I have not come to be served, but to serve. I have not come to be served, but to serve. So emotional intelligence is already in the scriptures. It's already in the scriptures. Even though they just started talking about it. Men just rose up to it. But again, if you know God, you will be ahead of your times. Oh, the psalmist says, I know more than my teachers, for your word is my teacher. Amen. You will know things that they don't know. Things that they will never know, actually. Not just that they don't know. They will never know. Because those things can only be known when you have a relationship with God, when you know God. So emotional intelligence is in the academics. And what does it mean? The capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. And they say that emotional intelligence is the key to both personal and professional success. I mean, this is big. This is big. They will tell you it's not your intelligence. It's not your book intelligence. It's not your academic intelligence. No, it's not your smartness. They will tell you it's not your money that will make you successful in life or in your profession. It's not any of those things. What will make you successful, they all say it is emotional intelligence is the key, they say, to both personal and professional success. Instead of emotional intelligence, I call it spiritual intelligence. The ability to know yourself, know others, and as a result, able to communicate relate with or interact with others for better relationships. This spiritual intelligence or emotional intelligence, if you will, will enable you to be more at peace with yourself and with others. You'll be more compassionate. You'll be more understanding, more kind, and more humble. Why? Because you know yourself. You know your own emotions. You know your own limitations. You know your own emotions. If you know your own emotions, you will be able to know or have an idea of other people's emotions. 
And not only will you know your emotions and know other people's emotions, you will be able to control your emotions. Yes, the books, the academics say to control your emotions. There are many people who cannot control their emotions. They cannot control their sexual emotions. They cannot control their anger emotions. They cannot control their temperament. They cannot control all kinds of things. But if you receive a revelation from God, that revelation will revolutionize your life. That revelation will change your life. That revelation will turn you around. You will have the ability, the power to be able to control those emotions. And you'll be able to know other people. And you'll be able to relate well with them. You have better relationships. Yes, you'll be more compassionate, more understanding, more kind, more humble. But at the same time, you will also be more confident, more bold, more clear in your mind, more assertive. You are not just humble and kind and gentle and compassionate. You are also bold. You are also confident. You are also clear in your mind. You are more assertive. Let's just uh, look at some nuggets of wisdom. The Lord is talking to us on communication as an ingredient of a good relationship. Communication as an ingredient of a good relationship. We say if you cannot have good relationship, at least have peaceful relationship. And uh, many times you have to bend over backwards as a Christian to have peaceful, even just peaceful relationship. If you bend over backwards to have peaceful relationship or a good relationship, if you, you know, let go of things and you know, suffer loss because you want to have a good relationship, a peaceful relationship for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of the gospel, God will reward you. God will give it back to you. Whatever it is you lose in that process, God will give it back to you. God gave it back to Abraham, saying to him, look around, look everywhere. Yes, Lord, your nephew has gone to the right or maybe to the left. Whatever place he has taken, everything belongs to you. You have not lost anything. Nuggets of wisdom. If you care about someone, you will communicate with them important or relevant information. For example, you cannot live in the same house with someone you care about and you don't tell them your whereabouts. That was a very practical one. You live in the same house with someone you care about. Someone you care about. Maybe your father, your mother, maybe your wife, maybe your sister. It's only wise, it's only proper, it's only appropriate to share with them important or relevant information. For example, you can't just disappear. You can't just disappear. You can't just, you know, Go and not come back you know, for the day, for the night. Just decide to sleep somewhere else. And you don't tell that person, that other person, or the people that you live with, that, oh, today, no, I won't be coming home. If you don't tell them, and they don't find out, or they don't care about you, they don't look out for you and say, where is he, where is she? If nobody is asking, then you don't care about each other. You are strangers to each other. If you are married, you can't continue to live as if you are single. You go anywhere, you come back anytime, you don't report to anybody, you don't tell anybody, you do whatever it is you want. Once you're married, you can't do that anymore. You're going somewhere, you've got to have to talk to somebody, talk to your wife, talk to your husband. 
That's good. Good communication for good relationship. Relevant, important communication. If you don't do that, it's not going to work well. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.